Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ron and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Awesome to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you and you and you and all of you. Hit us on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone. uh, 844-326-3663 is the number. 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. And the text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go there as well. Have a network show tomorrow, noon to 5 p.m. I hope you guys will uh, will check that out if, uh, if you are... Around would be uh, would be great to uh, great to have you guys tune in. Always, always is, and of course, do not forget that the fan upstate will be carrying Furman versus Mercer tomorrow. Furman versus Mercer. So our coverage of that game will pick up at one thirty p.m. Uh, so Mer- Furman Mercer tomorrow one thirty p.m. Also right here on the fan upstate. Make sure you check that out. It is Furman's last regular season game of the season. Last game of the season before the conference tournament begins. It is time for us to do that jam. We call it the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate, Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Five. At number five. Guys, Beamer's at it again. Why is Beamer at it again? Can somebody please explain this to me? What is this guy's problem? Today, uh, Phil Kornblut of Sports Talk Media Network said... Quoted Shane Beamer as saying he's been a little disappointed in the freshman wide receivers. They have signed under him so far. He was looking to upgrade in that area. Too many drops last season as well. The best receivers on the team have been ones he inherited from the previous staff or taken from the portal. Well, Shane Beamer's not going to let that slide. Nope, nope, nope. He says, Phil, if you're going to try and insinuate something, at least quote me accurately, sir. I said I was disappointed in how quickly our freshman wide receivers have developed and gotten on the field. That's coaching, and it starts with me. Same thing I told our wide receivers in person when I met with them. Not one media member in that room thought I was taking a shot at our receivers. I appreciate those media members and their professionalism. This, though, it gets tiresome from you. Guys, you know... It just amazes me how obsessed and in tune Shane Beamer is with the perceived message. It amazes me. 
You guys remember the date, the time, January 13th, 2023, 9.46 p.m. Shane Beamer to us. I normally don't respond to second-rate JV radio programs I've never heard of, and apparently no one else has either considering you're in the upstate and have 8,000 followers. Do you have a good source for this story other than, oh, I don't know, me? Happy for Garrett, we got our guy. Well, what was Shane Beamer mad at us for? We discussed and we tweeted out the following link. Shane Beamer and South Carolina really wanted Garrett Riley. Clemson got him. What does that say about the tier status of both of these programs, both of these two programs? Uh, I find that funny. I do know, uh, you know, I like we we shared, folks, what we firmly believed, okay? If I were a Gamecock fan, um, I'd be much more concerned if Beamer wasn't interested in Garrett Riley, who was the number one available OC on the market, okay? It wasn't Dowell Loggins. Wouldn't you be more concerned if he wasn't interested in that guy than if he wanted the guy and didn't get him? I still can't believe he went scorched earth like that. Still can't believe that. Still shocked by that to this very day. But he still does what he does. You know, like what would be the appropriate response for Shane Beamer today? Doesn't like the way Fel Kornblut said something? Nothing. Who gives a rip? You are giving Phil Kornblut and that site, just like you gave us in our site, far more traffic than we would have otherwise. Just like Shane Beamer, we gave you your highest traffic tweet you've ever penned, you've ever written. We gave that to you. You're welcome. But top-tier coaches don't spend time getting down in the mud with media members. So again, what's the right way to handle it? You can say nothing, or you can do and I didn't share this on the air before today, what the Carolina Panthers did with me last year. Uh, I had a scoop that they were not going to be hiring Steve Wilkes, uh, and I listed some candidates that they might be interviewing, okay? And turns out they didn't hire Steve Wilkes, right? But that day during the show, I got a call from the Carolina Panthers. Wasn't angry, wasn't upset. They said, Mark, we see your scoop. We appreciate you covering our team. We want to invite you, if you have a scoop like that, feel free to touch base with us if you'd like, and we can go over the validity of the scoop with you. And I said, okay, well, hit me with Steve Wilkes. What do you make of the validity of that? They said, could be true. Time will tell. They said, we, we, D'Amico Ryans, we hadn't heard that Dave Tepper will be interviewing D'Amico, but he could. He could. We just hadn't heard that yet. But if you'd like, you can hit us up and we can share with you. We can talk to you about the scoop that you just received. That's the right way to handle this. Shane Beamer picking up the phone and calling me is the right way to handle this. Not doing what he did today. Not going scorched earth. You know, it just goes to show you he hasn't learned a damn thing. And like, yet you Gamecock fans still put up with it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Next up. Four. Uh, number four. I uh, was driving around running errands this morning, and uh, Rob was sharing that uh, somebody had asked him what sport has the best movies. And I thought, that's an interesting question. And they were kicking it around and fun conversation and, you know, like getting different opinions. And I said, I said to myself this afternoon, I'm like, I'm going to dig into this because I think there's a way to prove this. 
So I found a list, and admittedly, this is just one list, but it's a new list, and it's out from The Vulture, Vulture.com, TheVulture.com, and it ranks the 50 best sports movies of all time. And this movie, this, uh, this list just came out on December 21st, 2023. So it's got all of the new movies in it, right? Well, among the sports with the most, basketball is in third place with five. Boxing is in second place with eight. And the sports with the most top 50 sports movies of all time, baseball, 11, 11. Uh, next highest after that is three. But you got three different sports with at least five of the top 50 sports movies of all time. Baseball, my friends, leads the way. What is a sports movie that hasn't been made that needs to be? Then I've given you my top five sports movies of all time. My number one is 42, The Jackie Robinson Story. It's free right now on Amazon Prime. Chadwick Boseman from The Upstate stars in it. So does Harrison Ford. He plays Branch Rickey, the guy who signed him. That's my number one. A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, Rudy, and Moneyball round out my top five. What are yours? I'd love to know. I would absolutely love to know. Next up. Three. At number three on the show, Caitlin Clark, this Sunday, is going to become the all-time leading scorer in NCAA history. That's according to the official record book, right? Certainly is. Just like Barry Bonds is the official home run king in the Major League Baseball record book. But you see... We, as the people, also have a voice. He's not the home run king in the court of public opinion. And he's not really the home run king either in terms of what baseball says because they don't even have him in their Hall of Fame. I regard Hank Aaron as the all-time home run king. Why? Because Barry Bonds cheated the sports. But this is a topic about Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark versus Pistol Pete Maravich. Pistol Pete played three years. Caitlin Clark, four in Pistol Pete's era, freshmen were ineligible, had no three-point line, no shot clock. He averaged 44 points a game to Caitlin Clark's 28. You could hold the ball forever when Pistol Pete played, and he still managed to score. You know, so teams could just literally dribble the ball around for two, three minutes to prevent him from touching the basketball. That old Dean Smith four corners defense. Yeah, and he still set the all-time record. Four corners offense. So what do you say? Who is the all-time leading scorer? Is it Pistol Pete who did it in three? Is it Caitlin who did it in four? Realize that according to the people who define records, the NCAA, Clemson doesn't have a football national championship. They do not have a single one. Not in the 1980s, not in 2016, not in 2018. Why? Because the postseasons were not NCAA-sanctioned events. So is it Caitlin or is it Pistol Pete that is the all-time leading scorer? According Wait, shouldn't, to you. Have, shouldn't Clemson have one from 81? Wasn't listed. I don't know why. Really? Not listed. Not listed from 1981. Next up. Two. At number two on the list. Why wouldn't the 1981 title be listed? Can anybody give us any insight on that? Why wouldn't the 1981 national championship be listed? Was there? Who, who knows? I don't get it. I don't understand, but they got a listing of all these other sports and national championships for each team. Clemson is listed as having no 
national championships, according to the official NCAA record book. Why? Number two on the list, Clemson, South Carolina baseball. Uh, Diesel, can we get a quick update on the status of that tonight? Clemson, South Carolina baseball. Has it been postponed? Uh, it is dicey. It is rainy. We've been thinking about this all day. I think it's total BS how they say a neutral site game is in Segra Park in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, Clemson leads the all-time series 185 to 134. Postponed. It is postponed until tomorrow, probably. What are they going to do? You're not going to make Clemson play back-to-back games at Founders Park. So here it is. Due to inclement weather, the Clemson versus South Carolina game scheduled for Friday at 7 p.m. at Founders Park has been postponed. No makeup date has been determined as of yet. This is from ClemsonTigers.com. The Tigers' next scheduled game is Saturday at 4 p.m. against South Carolina at Segra Park in Columbia on ACC Network Extra. So essentially, uh, Diesel, this could be a situation where we can you imagine if we have to deal with a tie? On that series? I would hope that they would make up that neutral site game later on in the season. No doubt. No doubt. I would as well. But no one wants to deal with a tie in this series, right? You're going to have a game in Founders Park. You're going to have a game at Clemson. Let's just hope that there's a winner. What do you say? Give us a winner. Be it Clemson or South Carolina, no tie. I would rather lose if I was a fan of either team, Diesel, than have a tie. And finally, one at number one on the show today. How about some love for one Nate Wiggins? You see, Nate Wiggins is an elite corner who is almost assuredly going to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft right now in April. Why is that, you say? Well, he was told by a bunch of NFL teams that they expected him to run in the four fives as a cornerback. And he looked at him and he said, are y'all cross-eyed or something, man? Who are you watching? Who are you watching? That is not me. That has never been me. You guys must not be watching the right guy. Well, today, Nate Wiggins ran a 40-yard dash of his own. The time, 4.29 seconds. I got your four fives right here, said Nate. Four two. How about that? Guess who's a first round pick, my friends? None other than Clemson's owned Nate Wiggins. Waited for his chance, got his chance, kicked some serious ace in his chance, in his opportunity. Go Nate, we're rooting you on. And by the way, I think Xavier Leggett would be a fantastic fit for the Carolina Panthers with the first pick of round number two. Those are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE on the Renewal by Anderson text uh, phone line. That's 844-326-3663. The text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at The Fan Upstate on every one. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan, at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us. 
here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Um, our guy J.D. in Simpsonville. How did I do today on that, J.D.? I know I butchered it yesterday. I think I did much, <laughs> much better today. I really, really concentrated on this today, J.D. Really, really concentrated. It's funny. When friend. you're really trying hard, that's when you're going to mess it up. Yeah. When you're not thinking about it, you just spew it out there like it's no big deal. Uh, texter says, Mark, here you go. Uh, sweetness story, 85 Bears, crazy cast. Going to check it out. Guys, I'm going to try to watch all the movies you send me sports-wise. So if you give me your list of your top two or three sports movies and I haven't seen one or more or all, I'm going to watch them, okay? And I'll let you know what I think. Texter says The Replacements 1, Varsity Blues 2. So this guy likes the cheesy The mid-2000s sports, sports movies. He, the Hill, Mighty Ducks, and Sandlot. Uh, texter says, I want to see a movie about the baseball steroid era. Yes, Teaser. To the texter who said that Mark's top five sucked, which one of us had the best top five? Ooh. Who is your top five? What was your top five movies? Diesel, Diesel, let's post it. And I, I would love to have anybody on the text line vote on this. We're going to put it on the Twitter poll as well. Okay, yeah. My top five, Diesel, are 42, A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, Rudy, and Moneyball. All right? Moneyball. Karate Kid and White Men Can't Jump made my honorable mention. My top five were Blue Chips, 61, Rocky Two, Rudy, and We Are Marshall. There you go. There you go, my friends. Uh, let's see here. Texter says, Shoeless Joe Jackson film would be fire. Who would be the cast, though? Jeremy Allen White could likely crush the role. Texter, there's a movie out about that. That's in the, uh, that's in the top 50 movies of all time. Uh, what was it called? Which one was it? Uh, where is that one? Bloody hell, where is it? Where is it? I'll find it for you, but there is there is the Black Sox movie. It's from 1988, and it is on my immediate list of movies I must see. Um, and now, of course, Eight Men, Eight Men Out, it's called, from 1988. Mark, here's some uh, breaking news. We don't have the sounder, but NCAA Football Rules Committee proposes in-helmet communication between the coaches and players could be approved. April 18th. So we could very well be getting in-helmet communication. Thank God. Good God, we've waited way too long for that sign-stealing scandal. We we still do the stupid chains to tell you whether you have a first down. We can't have a chip in the ball, but we can have a yellow line on the field. Make it make sense. Texture says, Mark's top five sports movies, Waterboy, Woodlawn, Days of Thunder, We Are Marshall, and Remember the Titans – we are Marshall coming up multiple times now. Days of Thunder taught me everything I know about drafting and everything I needed to know about Nicole Kidman's inner thigh. Oh, God. Yowza. Spur Daddy says, Woodlawn, you got to watch, Mark. You got it, Spur Daddy. It's a faith-based movie about Woodlawn High School in the early 1970s. You got it. Not much, not much for profanities, but Beamer needs to stop being a little whiny. Mm. So says Spur Daddy. It's funny because Cornblute gives him hell like you do, Mark. Y'all boys, keep up the good work. Do my best. Tonight's game will be made up on a midweek day game sometime in April. What good does that do us now? Give us the game now. Hopefully the hip injury Nate, Nate suffered today doesn't cost him high seven-figure numbers. Ain't that the truth? Why don't we just add two more games to this series, the Clemson and South Carolina series, make it a five-game series. You play one at each school's home park. 
You play one at Floor Field in Greenville. You want you play one at the, the the minor league park in Columbia. You play one at the minor league park in Charleston. Yeah, you make it a tour of the state. Yeah, right. Make it a tour of the state. Go for it, man. Texter says, uh, for the love of the game, young blood. For the love of the game, that's one movie. Then he says, young blood greater. I don't get that. Uh, I guess the top tier coaches just get into it with fans on their radio call-in show. I guess so. Texter says if... <laughs> that's Dabo and uh, Tyler from Spartanburg. Right? That's right. That's right. Uh, if well only done. Rudy wasn't offsides. Major League, the Little Giants, Field of Dreams, the Longest Yard, Days of Thunder. Jared Tripp wants to know radio. Rookie of the year. Remember the Titans facing the Giants, and he's got 42. Jared Tipper, I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you, sir. Finally, a 42 reference. Guys, listen. Take the Mark Ryan recommendation. Text the show on Monday. Okay? Take the Mark Ryan recommendation. Text the show on Monday. 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Okay? All you got to do, go to your Amazon Prime, type in 4 and 2, 42, and hit enter. And um, it's free on Amazon. Free for everybody. Okay? If you have Amazon Prime, it is free. Period. End of story. Thanks for playing. When we come back, we'll get your thoughts. We'll get get your calls. We'll get to so much more right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's good, my friends? Fantastic to have you guys with us. Could not do it without you. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are... The fan upstate was just about to get to Rick in Spartanburg, was it? And he oh, gone. He gone. Rick, come on, man. You can't hang on for three or four minutes, Rick. Three or four He's minutes. Big time commercial us. break. Come on. Big Rick. time in us, Rick. Come on. 71307 on the text line is where you can get to us on the show. Uh, we've been having some fun with you today, sharing our top five movies of all time in sports. We have, in my opinion, definitively answered the question, which sport has the best movies, which is uh, a question that Rob Brown was asked. He was at a cigar bar, and he said today that somebody asked him which sport has the best movies. And I was thinking about that. And so I, I went and found a list, and that was a top 50 list of best sports movies ever. A list just came out in December, so it has all the current movies. And uh, baseball had 11 movies on the top 50 list, by far the most of anybody. We could do a top five just baseball movies, and it would be a contentious debate. Yeah, four of my top five are baseball. But we are asking you guys right now, who between Diesel and I has a better top five list? Mine is 42, the Jackie Robinson story, uh, A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, Rudy, and Moneyball. You're going to have a chance to vote on that coming up very, very soon. I'm getting smoked in the poll. It's very early, three, three to zero. Okay, uh, you're lead, you're you're leading three to zero in the uh, Twitter poll. 
I'm going to win this, Diesel. I am. I don't I'm, care. You're all wrong. I, yeah, probably. Probably. I, I could very well win this bad boy. Could very well take this. Uh, if you're just joining us, Nate Wiggins, Clemson, posted a 4.2940 after he was told NFL personnel types thought that his time was going to be in the four fives. Nate Wiggins be like, I got your four five right here. It seems to be that there's a lot of group think that goes around about players, about what their skill set is, what they're able to do in, you know, in these 40 yard dashes, you know, how good they're they're They could be whether or not they can catch the ball with their small hands, whatever it might be. There, there's just, I don't know how and why in a world where people are paid to evaluate talent, it's it's odd to me that so many teams can have the exact same opinion and it just turned out to be wrong. There you go. There you go. It's almost uh, like they ask each other yeah, what they think and why? then just go with it. I, a diesel. And it's just, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous to do that to people. It's how people get blackballed out of being in the NFL at all. I'm not going to sign them. Are you going to sign them? What do you think happened to Colin Kaepernick? Now, look, I don't agree with kneeling for the national anthem. I don't agree with that. Okay. I understand why he did it. I understand, according to him, it's not disrespecting the flag. But I would also tell you that that's not how I would choose to protest. I don't like what he did. Okay. I still don't justify blackballing him from ever playing in the NFL again when he's damn well good enough to play. Tim Tebow was the same thing. You know, like Tim Tebow proved he could win, doesn't get a chance. Why? Because nobody wants to give him a chance to play. No one wants him to be their starter, and they don't want the noise of Tebow being the backup. Some uh, breaking news here. The NCAA has paused its investigations involving a third-party participation in NIL activities in the wake of the Tennessee case. So the NCAA is calling off the dogs when it comes to Tennessee and NIL. So they're doing that because they got sued? Uh, well, it would seem because the uh, the court ruling that said that um, said that, that the schools can be involved in NIL. So essentially, the NCAA just threw up their hands and said, thank you for telling us that we have no power. We have no jurisdiction. What would you say we do here anymore if you are the yeah. NCAA? Like, what would you say you do here? What is your purpose? Like, imagine if you could break a law and then you could – Go to a judge and say, "Yeah, but I've got a I've got a sheet of paper here with ten thousand signatures that say this is a stupid law and we should change it." Like, imagine somebody getting busted with a, a big sack of weed in their car, and then in the process they go 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 get ten thousand potheads to all sign this petition, and they bring it on and say, "Okay, sorry, government, you don't have any authority to impose this because the will of the people is that you that you uh, make this legal." Yeah, how about that? How about that? Well, guys, I don't know. I, I don't know what purpose the NCAA serves anymore, honestly. You know, if the courts have overruled their existence, how do you justify their their salary? Do you think there's people sitting around in a room in the NCAA saying, hmm, I wonder which one of our bylaws they're going to strike down next? Yeah, and what are we going to do about it? What can we do? You cannot strike down bylaws if you have a collective bargaining agreement. There is no striking down bylaws there. I don't know the how or why of that, but that's the case. Oh, by the way, Diesel, you are getting cooked, spanked, destroyed, abused uh, on the top five rankings thus far. Uh, you know why, Diesel? It's not that you're wrong. It's that you're a, like your list is more eccentric and my list is more mainstream. 
You know, I'm getting it's four to zero. <laughs> it's four to zero. Jeez, okay, let's brag, qualify that. Just we brag a bit. while we still can. Okay, <laughs> we brag while we still can. That's how we do what we do. That is uh, that is most certainly how we roll, uh, guys. So we got Clemson and South Carolina baseball coming your way this weekend on the hardwood. We of course have for you right here on the Fan Upstate Furman against Mercer coming your way tomorrow. We've got Clemson and Notre Dame. It's still trippy to me, man, that we've got games on the CW network. You know, uh, I feel like I expect Elmer Fudd to come on after that. Uh, but we've got Clemson at Notre Dame uh, tomorrow. Notre Dame sucks, awful, incredibly embarrassing that they can't field a better basketball team with their resources. Should be an easy dub for Clemson. And then over in the SEC. Over in the SEC, we've got just about as impressive as could be, guys. Florida at South Carolina. Florida at South Carolina. You think I might have just a wee bit of interest in this one? Just a wee bit of interest. You know what's so fascinating about this game to me, guys? Florida against South Carolina. Both of these teams have been like butter because they're on a roll like the last month, month and a half. So you got two teams, both of whom are now ranked, and if you're a ranked team in college basketball, you are an elite team. Why? Because only the top 8% of 329 teams are ranked. Okay? So if you're in the top 8%, you're an elite basketball team. Florida is ranked. South Carolina is now ranked. Florida has won. Let me see here. Excuse me for a minute uh, as I count. Four to five, six, five, six, six, seven, eight. Florida's won nine of their last 11 games, all SEC games. In that stretch, nine of 11 of their last games in the SEC. South Carolina, on the other hand, you look at the Gamecock schedule here, uh, very similarly, awesome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven out of eight, seven out of nine, nine of 11. Oh my goodness gracious, Diesel. South Carolina and the Gators have won nine of their last 11 SEC games. This isn't going 9-2 and two in the pansy cupcake schedule uh, to start the year. This isn't that at all, all right? This is two teams that still have a shot to win the whole thing. South Carolina, one game off the lead at 11-4, and four, a lead shared and tied by Tennessee and Alabama. And um, Florida, two games back. Florida tied with Auburn and Kentucky. Wow, man, Florida. The SEC right now has six top 25 teams, and who'd have thunk it? The Gamecocks and the Gators are two of them. How incredibly sweet is that? It's so much more fun this time of year here when we have other live sports to talk about, isn't it? So much more fun. Who do you guys got? Gators, Gamecocks tomorrow. Hit us on the text line 71307 and let us know what let us know what you think always want to lead with local those are our three biggest local uh, local stories of note here today you have nate wiggins posting the 4.29 40 yard dash that is almost going to assuredly see him landing into the first round maybe even in the top 20 you've got clemson and south carolina baseball postponed what sucks about that if you're a fan is now we could have a tie in the series as you guys well know we say that is worse than kissing your sister. 
Worse than kissing your sister. We also have about a 60% chance that the state of South Carolina is going to get not one, not two, but three different tournament teams. That has not happened in over 20 years. Three tournament teams for the state of South Carolina for the first time in over 20 years. What do you say? How do we make that happen? I think it's going to happen, and I think it's going to be fantastic. The question is, who is going to be number three? Is it going to be Furman? Is it going to be Winthrop? Is it going to be College of Charleston? Who, pray tell, is it going to be? We cannot wait to check that out. All right. Coming your way next on the show, Diesel and I are going to hit you with some either or. A couple of options on life and sports, either or. It's coming your way next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. Great to have you guys with us on a Friday edition of the show. Uh, Guys, it is fun to be here. And uh, Prefontaine, Texter says, check out Prefontaine, Mark. That is a fantastic movie. Texter says, Mark, above the rim, remember the Titans. He got game. Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire. And we got a, we got a message from Rocky Three coming in here on the show. Texter says, Mark, why do we expect football coaches uh, not to fight back when they feel uh, attacked? They are freaking football coaches. They are not the president of the United States. Most of these guys are ultra-competitive hotheads. If I want the calm demeanor of a wise old man, then I'll talk to my granddad. Sir, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say you are a Gamecock fan, right? You're a Gamecock fan. I'm just telling you, I don't see, I don't think it's a very becoming trait for coaches to attack media members without first reaching out and speaking to them. I don't think that's a very becoming trait. You know, in our case, um, you know, we had something that we felt good and confident about. And Beamer exploded on us for no reason. Did he talk to us about it? No, just exploded publicly. And he's done that with Dennis Dodd, and he's done that with this guy. And the problem, Texter, is it just kind of shows a shoot-from-the-hip mentality, a guy that's not really in control of his emotions. You know, he is the CEO of your program. Do you want a hot-headed CEO or do you want somebody who's in command? Somebody needs to get paid to edit Shane Beamer's tweets before he sends them. Like, he needs to run it through a filter, through somebody else, and say, Shane, do you, do you really want to send this? Is this really the fight you want to start today? I'd love, man, like, I'd, I'd love for that to happen. No one seems to check him, though, at uh, South Carolina. And I, for one, don't know why. All right, guys, it is time for Diesel and I to hit you with a little ditty we call Either Or. Either Or gives you guys a couple of options on life and sports, my friends. Either Or starts right now. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You either serve or fight. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. What do you do? What do you do? All right, Diesel, what do you got? Which would you rather attend all expenses paid? The Masters or the Waste Management in Arizona? 
What is the second one? The Waste Management. It's a golf tournament in Arizona, and it's the one that's got the the stands, the three-tiered stands that go around the 18th uh-huh. green. They do uh, closest to the pin with all these pro golfers and celebrities who are really good at golf. You know, you'll see Steph Curry come out and and shoot in this thing. Oh. You'll see, you know, Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg come out and shoot in this thing. This is a hell of a question. Dude. Yeah, and it's got a reputation. It's got a. It's, it's turned into a bit of a frat party over the past couple of years. Like it's it's gotten wild. So okay. one is one is the beautiful bucolic. Masters. Oh, it's a big deal what to get into here? the Masters. It's a big deal to be at the Masters. Oh my God! The other is a party. Look at those trousers. Ooh, uh, two dollar egg salad sandwiches in the Georgia heat. Diesel, I'm ashamed at myself for what I'm about to say to you. I'm going Masters simply because I need to have that schmoozy, bougie experience one time. <laughs> I just need to see what it's like. Okay. You know, it's not officially on my buckets li- bucket list, but it's close. I need to have that experience once. What would be more fun? No question the other one. It's yeah. called waste management for crying out loud. I got to do the Masters one time. <laughs> I think I'm going to the waste management. I, I, there's people who jump into the pond on 18. Uh, it gets wild. I mean, it, it's like it's like going to an EDM dance show. You're going to see some a lot of people passed out on the ground because they've imbibed too much. It's going to be a little dirty. But by God, you're going to have stories to tell. There you go. Uh, Diesel, a pro sport has to vanish. Which one? Dear God, it's like you're reading my list. This is almost. Are, are you serious? This is very close. Very close to my second question. Not exactly, oh, no. but it's very close to my second question. Which one? A pro sport has to vanish. I'm going to sue Diesel for uh, occupying my brain, okay? Rent-free, as they say. Yeah. Oh, we got to stop saying that, rent-free. Uh, pro sports, so what do we got here? We got uh, NBA, we got NFL, we got hockey, we got NASCAR, PGA golf. I mean, can I say live? Because it's pro. It's a pro sport. It's, it's a different game. I'm going to say live golf. Get it out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of Live Golf, bring the stars back to where they belong, play into the PGA. You dance with the girl that brought you. I'm going to say we eliminate Live. Would you cut this out? Seriously? Is that yours? Would you cut this out? <laughs> but the, the only difference, Diesel, is like I'm getting rid of all of golf. Okay. I think they have, they have lost the right to be in our collective consciousnesses by entertaining Live Golf and that blood money from the family that supported 9-11. Okay? They've lost the ability to be in our sports conscience. Live golf period. could go away, and I wouldn't even know it because I've never watched a live event. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, all right, Diesel, what do you got? You've got to eliminate one of Greenville's oh. semi-pro teams or oh. pro teams. So we've oh. got the Drive. We've oh. got the Swamp Rabbits. We've got the Triumph. You've got to eliminate one of those three. Diesel, you realize we work in an environment where it behooves us to have good relationships with these people. That's what makes this question so much fun. Thank God you didn't put Furman in this group. Okay? (laughs) Thank God. Um, Diesel, this is easy for me. It's the drive. And it's the drive solely because it's personal. They they made it personal. Okay. They made it personal. They didn't have to make it personal. I don't dislike them. Okay? But they made it personal with us for doing nothing more than commenting on the crowd. 
they started a firestorm on us. And realize, Diesel, like for me, in a three-month period, I had strep throat that became septic in my bloodstream. I had Shane Beamer's nonsense. And then I had the Greenville Drive just starting wars for no reason. No reason. So, you know, Swamp Rabbits have been great. The Greenville Triumph has been my very favorite experience here, if I'm not including Furman. Uh, Greenville Drive, I'm sorry. You know, listen, we're a big enough market now where we should have AAA. We shouldn't be settling for single A anymore. Yeah, and if that happens, the the hard part about it is if we ever had the opportunity to attract a double-A team, we'd have to start over with a new stadium because they wouldn't want to be in a Boston Red Sox, you know, Fenway Park miniature field. I mean, they could always cut the green monster in half, and, and you know, it would still be weird, though. Uh, but I am going to eliminate, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry to do this. I'm going to eliminate the Swamp Rabbits. Whoa. Because even oh. when the Swamp Rabbits oh. are good, and they are really good this year, they are really good this year, you're drawing flies as far as fan attendance. I went to last Friday's game. You were first place in the division or second place in the division going into the playoffs on a Friday night, 7 o'clock puck drop, and the stands were maybe a third empty. Like, the, 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 the people here don't really support it. I have a great time when I go to Swamp Rabbit Games. I'm still a little miffed at you for changing the name because Road Warriors was better. But that's neither here nor there. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still mad about that. But we've had quite a few friends that have worked there too. These yeah. that have lost their jobs, and you lose your job when the finances aren't there, right? Yeah. And that's, and to the point that I would agree with, I love the Swamp Rabbits. I love where they play. I love what they're about. I think they put on a fantastic they production. They do. But, but the for people don't reason, support it. We, the, the community, has not taken to it, and it's just, it's so unfortunate because, like, we're pulling for you. We are. Diesel, hotter population, Georgia, North Carolina, or South Carolina? Who's got a hotter citizenry? or South Carolina. I know which way you're going to go because you're going to suck up to the audience. (laughs) I know you're going to say South Carolina. I'm going to say that it's North Carolina because North Carolina has two what I would consider major cities with Charlotte and Raleigh. They are both very, uh, one is a very banking centric city. One is a tech centric city in Raleigh. And I think that attracts the beautiful people. Um, I like North Carolina. I mean, I'm from North Carolina. Uh, I, I grew up there and I just think having the two major cities brings in uh, and elevates the the state more than you know Georgia having one big city. I'm not I'm not including Savannah, South Carolina having one big city. Greenville and Charleston are right there, but I think I think North Carolina is better. There are certain negativities, Diesel, that you're okay with making noise about. This is one that I don't want to make noise about. Okay, but I'm just going to tell you, Georgia isn't anywhere close to the other two. Mm. They're nowhere freaking close, okay? Um, like, nobody talks about all the hot women in Atlanta. I, I'm sure there are plenty. 
Right. But nobody talks about it. And and there's a reason for that. There's a, <laughs> there's a reason for that, Diesel. As somebody who had to do dating sites in all these different places, I'm just telling you, like, I had more dates with hot women in Houston, Texas than I ever did anywhere else in my life, okay? In terms of the number of dates with hot women that you have, okay? I don't know if I had one in Atlanta. Not, I don't know if I had a single one. Um, you're right. I'm going to kiss up South Carolina, you know, because I think it's more the Southern hospitality, the Southern vibe, the Southern belle, the Southern charm. You get that more in the South than you do in the North. So give me that, Carolina. Give me our Carolina. Hottest population, South Carolina. Did we nail it, guys? What do you say? How do we do? That's either or for a Friday edition of the show. We've got the 6 o'clock hour coming your way next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate.